What we need right now is a clear message to the people of this country. This message must be read in every newspaper, heard on every radio, seen on every television. This message must resound throughout the entire interlink. I want this country to realize that we stand on the edge of oblivion. I want every man, woman and child to understand how close we are to chaos. I want everyone to remember why they need us. <laughs> the fuck is with this guy? Who is he? I'm your huckleberry. The decision of one man to launch a wholly unjustified and brutal invasion of Iraq. I mean, of Ukraine. Everybody knows you never go full retard. You went full retard, man. There's an old saying in Tennessee, I know it's in Texas, probably in Tennessee, that says, fool me once, shame on, shame on you. If fool me, we can't get fooled again. So you smart, huh? No. I thought your hair would be bigger. It says on your chart that you're fucked up. Uh, you talk like a fag, and your shit's all retarded. So, just chill out. You know, drink a 7-Up, eat a moon pie, quit murdering people. You have smoked yourself retarded. It's a big club. And you ain't in it. I got hairy legs that turn that 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 that, that turn uh, um, blonde in the sun. And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down, so it was straight. And then watch the hair come back up again. What is your major malfunction, num nuts? And welcome to another Monday Night Master Debaters. You got craziness going on out there. We got wildfires. We got the World Economic Forum trying to take over again. We got BlackRock and Vanguard looking to possibly buy up some land, something new. But who knows where we're going tonight? We got no agenda. It's going to be a fun one. I got the two Ryans with me. We may have somebody else joining us in a little bit. So buckle up. Here we go. Mr. Alexander, how we doing up there? Doing good. Excited to be here. Another Monday night madness. Now, are you in Canada or Texas now? Canada right now. Okay. I've been, been up here for most of the summer. I got to go back and forth every couple of months. Going to go down three weeks or so. I've been up here by myself up in Canada. It's pretty sweet. I'm kind of like on vacation, even though I still have to do the job and do the business but all by myself yeah it's nice i don't know if you guys get that luxury i have not had this luxury in a while it it can be a luxury or it can be your own worst nightmare right of course like, it's like you get you get to a point and i i've been doing it for a while unless my son's here it's just me and my pup and it's beautiful at times because you can get a lot of shit done and you you get a lot of thinking done when you're on your own there's there's a lot less noise so to speak literally and figuratively all kinds of things man i i don't know about you when i'm by myself i hardly generate any dishes i just took the trash out today i'm like i don't even need to take the trash out i hardly there's nothing in it 
everything the house is clean i don't have to clean up after anybody it's pretty sweet but i have to have bland meals that's the trade-off i'm a lazy chef cannot oh that's the worst argue that i'm the opposite of ryan ryan's like like great with food i am the worst i could care less i just need to eat something to make sure i get calories i try to keep it as balanced as possible but the less effort the better (laughs) i'm the laziest person when it comes to cooking yeah same it's just uh it's just fuel but uh, my housemate here chef norman he's a chef it's it's in his name so i'm spoiled and my wife too i I spend half time here half time there but in both places I have qualified chefs taking care of everything. Yeah, that sounds rough. That's <laughs> so, right. What do you good. got going it's down good. in Arizona, my man? Not a whole lot, man. Just the same old stuff. Been, uh, you know, looking into this. St- this stuff going on in Hawaii is really strange. Obviously, a lot of other people are looking into it, too. But other than that, just trying to enjoy life, man. Uh you know, I'm working more and more with this job that I really enjoy doing, and it, it distracts a lot from the podcast and the research. But we're about to come into a wild time uh, in this election cycle that will be the 2024 cycle. A lot of Robert Kennedy pushing, um, a lot of weird stuff that we're going to start seeing there. So I'm excited to kind of, you know, see see where this is going to go. And if I am still interested in it, because, you know, the same old stuff has gotten kind of boring. Um, but I, I, you know, committed to, to doing the show and having fun with it, but it's just gotta be that man. It's gotta be fun. And it hasn't been as fun as it was. So hopefully some shit will get kicked up and we'll see where it goes. Oh, you better. Yeah. Buckle up, man. It's going to yeah. be never ending content for the it's next gonna be wild. year and a yeah. half. Yeah. And it's one of those where, Hey, you may, you may not deep dive, but you can bullshit about the political events and what's just current events. I mean, you can make a living off that right now because every day it's something new in the cycle. Yeah, it sure is, man. So, yeah, we're going to going to, you know, potentially kind of rebrand the show a little bit just because, like I said, man, you know, it gets old after a little while talking about the same stuff. And I've seen a lot of people quit their shows and I don't want to do that because there's people that enjoy it. But, yeah, man, you got to keep it fresh. Got to keep the content fun for yourself so that you can, like, be passionate about that stuff. Well, dude, yeah, you you actually let me uh, I want to actually share your post today um, on the World Economic. What's going on? Oh, 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 the actual post. Okay. yeah, I want because it was it was interesting. It's one of those where I I I didn't think about it when you posted it. Right. And then I'm like, okay, I'm going to sit. I I just was walking with the dog later. And I'm like, oh, this is this is interesting. I want to hear what people think about it, too. Okay, let's go. Wanted to see what the World Economic Forum may be up to and some of their undertakings there within. And I came across their logo, obviously pretty basic. Oh, there's Klaus Schwab. I never want to fail to mention that his father was an executive at Esser, Weiss, and She, a literal Nazi company, and they made flamethrowers and turbines for the Nazis. Uh, Here's probably some other pedophile. But again, look at this logo. You see basic font with the lines going through O's. O happens to be the 15th letter in the alphabet. And when you start breaking this down numerologically, which a lot of people don't like, but follow me with this, you break down 1 plus 5 and you get 6. O plus O plus O, 15, 15, 15. Separate those 1s and 5s. 1 plus 5, 1 plus 5, 1 plus 5. Baby, that's... 
mathematics and in Pythagorean basic simple gematria, O goes right back to six. Why are there three O's highlighted in this semicircle? Right? You get six, six, six within that semicircle. And it's kind of, in my opinion, it seems to go a little bit beyond that because this isn't a half of a circle. It, it seems to be a little bit more than an actual half circle. And if you really dive into it and you actually look at what this image looks like here, you get a thin line, which kind of looks like a third of a circle, and then a thicker line, which seems to be a little bit less than halfway in this supposed semicircle here. It's kind of an optical illusion. That thin line is one-third of a circle, or 33% of a circle. 33 is huge in this whole thing. So you've got 666, and you've got 33 highlighted in this World Economic Forum logo. It doesn't look like much. much there, guys. I want to see what you think. And maybe I'm late to the party on this, but holy shit, this is something here. This is a wild logo. And, you know, I've been looking into the World Economic Forum for a long time, but never really noticed this. So let me know what you think. Did a little bit of work on what the colors mean here as well. You can check this out. Blue and white, especially light blue and white, are supposed to kind of symbolize a utopia. So it's kind of weird. I want to hear your thoughts. All right, thanks for playing that, man. It's always a little awkward just listening to your own voice, but I appreciate that. Dude, that because that it's interesting, you know, like you get into it and and you first of all, you sound like a raving lunatic there, right? Like that's right. the that's the ultimate conspiracy theorist. Like they they put it out there. But when you start breaking it down, like we were just briefly talking about before we started, their logos matter. They are and and you know, you'll hear people out there saying that they are sigils, they are magic of some sorts, which when you start looking deep into the symbolism of symbols, you see that. Now, it was interesting how um, when we were talking with Garrett a couple weeks ago, I remember that he said 666 is also the number of man, mm-hmm. right? And so what do you have there? You had, and you pointed it out, it was kind of a, a thicker line. And then you had a thinner line that was essentially cutting the O's in half, right? right? Well, there's I had two thoughts there. One, it, right away, it looked to me like, you know, the jab. Um, it kind of looked like a needle, you know, with it, it, you know, being injected. But when you were thinking about when I was thinking about the 666 and man, well, you look at the O's and when you put that line right through the middle of them, now it looks like three strands. And I, I know we've talked about it before on here, how essentially one of their goals tends to people believe is that they want to go from the double strand helix to a third strand mm. which again would it has numerology to it and everything like that and i thought that kind of looked like that as well and it was just like it's one of those things where hey it could be so stupid just looking at their logo but there is something more to it well now that you say that too uh when you're talking about the three two two you got those 22 base pairs and there's two of each right uh, they want to add that third little strand of 22 base pairs of, um, I don't know the proper terminology, but if you're cutting three circles in half, you're getting three twos, like two, 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 right? Three, two, two, that skull and bones thing. So, yeah, I mean, you can go deeper and deeper. That was like, a, you know, a quick, uh, you know, two minute long video or whatever. But yeah, man, I'm sure that there's a lot more there too, like what they're doing there. Yeah. Excellent. 
Welcome, my friend. How we doing? Good, man. How's you? Good. Thanks for joining us. Well, I appreciate the invite, gentlemen. I uh, I'm kind of prepared. <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't, don't be fooled. We're not prepared either. Good. Good. <laughs> this is how we do. So, uh, cheers. Damn, Matt, you look like you shed a couple pounds, bro. Yeah, um, it's summertime. I'm outside a lot. I don't sit down much in the summer. Between coaching my kids' baseball team and my dog, I got a German Shepherd who has a unemptiable uh, gas tank. So, trying to tire her out, she'll she'll go all day if I let her. So I take her on two two walks a day. So it's nonstop. Doing two in a city area or burbs or rural or I'm out in the in up on a mountain. I got, you know, oh, nice. I'm in a small, small town right now in Western Mass. I mean, it, the town, I mean, my son goes to a school that's a regional elementary school. And his class, his whole third or fifth grade class has 18 kids. So real small town up here. That's where it's that's at, good, though, man. man. It is, you know, yeah. like, like, but <laughs> the other side of it, I am in the small town that is located probably in the worst possible area to be because it's right next to liberalville of amherst massachusetts which is where umass is umass amherst uh we have smith college up here in this area too so it's lib heaven over here well for the majority well you know man everybody's got their own little flavor and all but uh it seems to me that some of the perspectives of liberalism tend to be more consolidated in uh human dense areas you know like the more rural you get the the quicker the fuck around and find out scale goes out you know what i mean like um and that's what this is you're absolutely right it's too it's like what would they would consider cities up here it's just because they have buildings that are like multiple floors you know, and that's a city around in this, you know, Western area, not like a Springfield or a Boston or anything like that. But and that's where they come from. So you're absolutely right. I mean, out here, all my neighbors, they're just salt of the earth people, you know, like they're I can have a conversation with all of them. They're all none of them are running around here with pink hair and telling me, I, you know, I have white privilege and all this shit. So hmm. we're in a good spot up here. Dude, the level, the the amount of like good schools that are out there in Massachusetts and the grammar of the average like Massachusetts person, like think Boston, like they pronounce their own names wrong in Boston. You know what I mean? Louis C.K. has a joke about that where this lady's name was Mrs. Doherty, but she called herself Mrs. Darity. Yeah, it's like, dude, none of them talk like properly at all. But like the amount of school that is out there is wild. So it's just kind of interesting. It's like a, it's a huge like uh there's like the the small percentage of people that are very very intelligent out there, like cutting edge. Isn't um, MIT's out there too, right? Yep, MIT, yeah. Harvard, Harvard. You get a bunch of like Ivy League schools and just crazy like next Brown level universities down in Rhode Island. It's not too far away. Yale's, you know, two hours away. I mean, we're yeah, we're in the thick of it up here. It's interesting, and so it's just kind of wild to see how like all those schools are there, but you know. I don't know who's going to them. It seems like 
which is good. I think most people don't need to be going to those kinds of schools. But well, it's funny because I saw a newspaper article the other day that was, uh, you know, like making it out to be the worst thing ever that school enrollment has dropped significantly since 2020. Mm. And it's like, well, no shit. People finally are waking up to the sham scam, the con that is not only public education, but the university system. I mean, that's the biggest crock of shit ever. I mean, the college that I went to when I went to it, it was like probably 25 grand a year, which is pretty expensive back then. Within five years of me leaving, it was at least double that. And now mm-hmm. it's it's probably near $70,000 a year. Well, you got to think, too, like what didn't Biden just uh, forgive a bunch of student loan debt? That shit got real hanky fast. So different programs are, are funny with it. Um, he had put out some things in regards to that where um, some states were allowing um, a forgiveness or whatnot. If you put in a certain amount of time towards public service, like if you worked in social services or mental health and intellectual intellectually developmentally disabled people and that kind of stuff and other social services you could get cut a break after like 10 years of service they'd be like all right you know what like it's it's okay we'll wipe your debt clean because Mm. it's you know the the fucking scam anyway like your house up until just a couple years ago was like you get a house for a 2.3 or 3.5 percent interest rate but not no more but the the school loans are fucking rapey on the rates, wow. so well and and the only thing that he could forgive was the federal loan and a lot of the a lot of the student loans are private so if if they weren't federal loans then you couldn't get anything back so there okay. you know again like you said before it's kind of hanky with the wording of it and everything like that and i can i can speak to that firsthand about the interest rates because i started looking for a place in 2022 late 2021, early 2022 rates were like four, four and a half percent, which is kind of high. But by March of 23, they were already up at like seven and a half, eight percent. And like, it took me from looking for a place to being like, fuck this, I'm out and went to go rent a place. Cause I mean, that's ridiculous. They're eight percent on a, on a mortgage. I mean, they were saying that some of these people, it was doubling the cost of the home to them in the long term. You know, say it was a six hundred thousand dollar home, they were ending up having to pay off one point two million. You that's how it is a lot with and be happy. Yeah, right, <laughs> dude. That's kind of how it is a lot with thirty year mortgages, though, with the interest rates. You know, you're paying something off for thirty years, it, it usually ends up doubling. Yeah, that's why you want to try and get the fifteen if you can. Yeah, man, but that's tough, dude. That's oh, tough. That's what I'm saying. That's why it's it's the you know it's the modern form of slavery. We did well, ours yeah. on a uh, line of credit and uh, ended up paying it with zero, no interest at all. It only works if your house is cheap. That only, that's only going to work in the country too. But, Before we hit record, you were talking about 15 minute cities. I just wanted to throw in there that the word that should be underlined there is cities. All this nonsense is is going on in cities countries aren't perfect but you immediately want to reduce your chances of being caught up in the this world economic forum nonsense whatever all you got to do is leave the cities and you you instantly remove yourself from most of what's going on 
including the crazy liberal, like the far, far left stuff that's going on in the schools and all that. All you got to do is leave the cities and then teachers in general, even in the country, they're going to be more liberal in general, but it's still going to be less intense than you're going to get in cities. There is that idea, too, though, where, you know, in rural areas, there's there's a place in Scottsdale outside of Scottsdale, Arizona. Um, Scottsdale is a pretty wealthy area. Um, very wealthy, right? Yeah, yeah I was going to say, it's yeah, that's an understatement. Yeah, it's one of the one of the they call it the most happy, like the ha- the most livable place in the country or something like that. Right. And, um, you know, just outside of Scottsdale in a rural area, they're they're limiting it, uh, how much water people can get. And actually, there's a couple neighborhoods that are not allowed to get water at all. And those are rural areas right outside of the elite areas. So it's tough. It's not, you know, ideally, yes, you want to live in a rural area. I agree. I live in a rural area myself. The water out here, though, as Matt knows, is toxic. I mean, I had the worst water out of all of us, didn't I? Like, uh, you know, oh, yeah. like, the arsenic, Dude, arsenic like was off the charts. 6,000. Was that EWG? Is that the website? E, yeah, I think so. E, I'll see if I can find it and I'll pull this up because I think Ryan would get a kick out of this. And since it's, you are in the desert, you are kind of the exception to what I'm talking about because life in the <laughs> desert really is only possible because of these habitations we've made you can't really just go off by yourself into the bush right like we can up here yeah so i guess yeah if you're in the desert states maybe also consider going to another state right but i mean dude it's 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 beautiful out here like it you know that's what's tough and and actually like right now the way that it's working beautiful but you need water yeah well we got more water than lake mead bro well yeah lake mead's rough but i mean we get it's that's because of california man we're actually more stable because the colorado river but california is taking all of our water because they don't want to figure out how to desalinate stuff so this paradise of california is actually siphoning off all of the desert's water so it's not it's not you know super easy to (laughs) to figure all this stuff California being parasitical that's a weird statement i i can't imagine i know isn't that crazy It's, it's a crazy idea dude okay so this is fascinating right here matt showed this a while ago but I wanted you to see this, Ryan, see your thought. 85743 is my zip code, and it will be Avra Valley Water Co-op. There it is. Check it out. I'm one of these 7,000 unlucky people getting the water from this. I think so you have to view utility. Here is uh, uh, where to go. View utility there, yeah. Are you outside of the city? Yeah, I'm in a very okay. rural area Contaminants here. Contaminants detected. Six exceed. So six the- isn't bad. No, but it has 17 total. Right? Look at that Look arsenic. At the arsenic. Yeah. Oh my lord. Chromium, chromium hexavalent. Is that the chromium six from motherfucking um oh fuck, what was the name of the movie? Where um she was going into people's water because they were swimming in it and they were getting all these kids were getting cancer. Is that Aaron Brockovich? That's the one. Yeah. yeah. That could be. Look at that, though. 57 times. 57 times, but that Nitrate, looks bad. I mean, 12 it pales times. in comparison. Nitrate and nitrite, 14 times. Uh, radium combined, 13 times. And what the hell are those? Trihalomethanes? Holy shit. But look no, at Matt, the arsenic, were, dude. This is I ins- showed, Dude, I showed this to the water company. And they hung up on me. I, I'm not even kidding. They literally, like, the call got disconnected. 
It's fascinating stuff, man. I, I don't know. I'm curious, like maybe, I don't know, Scott, if you want to share your zip code, we don't need to, you know, get your location. Sure. But Let's go to uh, 17536. 17536. 17536. It's not going to be nearly as bad as my shit out here, man. It's sad. The radium might be high as fuck, dude. Pennsylvania is basically Ooh. radioactive. All right. Got you already 10. got, you got a lead on Rye on the 10 exceed ewg health guidelines Moment of truth oh, no. oh the Amish were first in uh 121 times the uh bromeo chloride chloromethane bromeo chloromethane so bromide and chloride which well, are what two about the chloroform very happy yes. that's weird well uh, that's just a party for the right person <laughs> yeah so, don't threaten me with a good time you want to yeah. pass so out a bunch of water my location is in a so i'm i'm a nerd right i'm sure we all are to some degree um my area is essentially an ancient bay and so we have all this sedimentary uh composition stuff going on where we have what's called the serpentine barrens and so you have all this um oh shit with the with the stuff that used to give everybody cancer they're using it for not arsenic um uh oh shit used to be all kinds of commercials on tv for it because of the asbestos asbestos oh, okay right? asbestos yep um chromium bromide yep um yeah all kinds of shit so That's... and not only that it's like a massive farming area so like you also have the additions of all of the um, petrochemical industrial um yep and whatever's getting sprayed in the air too right well, yeah, that's a whole other thing, right? Like, do you, you guys see what's going on in Romania? R excuse me, Romania. Apparently, it's raining stone. No, Romania. Way. I look, it's fucking biblical. Um, <laughs> there's people in the U.S. with like some weird hail that looks like I don't know aluminum or some shit like that. Who knows what's going on? But. Um, uh, what's that? Is a cheesehead dude? How to open your? He does a lot of shock stuff and he was talking about how it's basically raining stone wow all right here you go What were you saying? I mean, th those rocks are like the size of softballs. Pretty well. I'm surprised the glasses and breaking and everything. Yeah, that sounds like stone. <sighs> yeah, I don't know but, about that. That seems fishy. Who knows what the fuck it is? It could be, you know, some kind of <sighs> shit. I don't know. Well, think about what could be in the air in Romania and then okay, the water is so falling. Says... The claim that there was a stone rain in Romania is false. The video that is often shared to support this claim actually shows a hailstorm that occurred in 2019. The hailstones in the video are large and round, which is not typical of stone rain events. In addition, there's no scientific, scientific evidence to support the existence of stone rain. Now, mind you, what I just watched, I don't know about you guys, but those weren't large and round 
No, a lot yeah. of them look like bricks, like broken they, bricks. They could be like a discolored ice conglomerate of Black various ice. chemicals. But at the same time, they're saying this event did in fact occur in 2019. So they're not entirely discounting it, but they're saying it's not stone rain. Fine. Well, they say the stone rain is isn't a thing. So of course it's not stone rain. The whole thing is just a, a weird, what's the point of that? The whole statement, the whole article can't be stone right. rain because stone rain doesn't exist. So it's not stone rain. It's a video from 2019. Right. Shut up. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and there's no evidence of uh, sulfur deposits in strange places throughout the Mideast that date back to biblical times either. Right, so I don't, don't look around. Some of them other, do, but they're, well, yeah, they're almost like triangular shape, like pizza slices. Yeah, yeah. Always said pizza. Oh, that's crazy. Weird. That I I hadn't seen that man. That's some wild yeah, shit right good. there. Well, you think about it, and you know, I know one of the big topics right now is the wildfires, right? And and. Well, I use that term loosely, and and I also use the term natural disaster loosely, especially these days, because one of the things that I'm big into, and anybody that listens to my show knows, history and the repeating cycle of history. Well, I did an episode on the Chicago fires or, you know, the fires 1871, where it was just Wisconsin, Michigan, and Chicago got blasted with fire on the exact same day. Well, this was a picture from people in Chicago going into the water to get away from the fire. Which was like, oh, we saw that in a lot of videos from Hawaii. What do we see? We see built, you know, stuff on fire. People are running away. They don't know what to do. Same exact shit that happened years ago. Now, what's interesting, if you look at this map, Another thing that they were talking about in Hawaii was the fire jumping, you know, uh, bodies of water. Well, if if it's not natural fire, it's not going to jump bodies of water like of any substantial size. So there had to be something igniting it on both sides. And we see that here where you on the left hand side, you had massive fires in Wisconsin in 1871 that burnt one point two million acres. In Michigan, you had fires on the peninsula up here and on the eastern side of Lake Michigan. And that fire burned two and a half million acres. On the same exact day, there was also a fire on Lake Huron and near down Detroit. And then also the one that you hear about the most, which was the smallest of all of them, was the Chicago fire, which only, you know, I say only, but it burned about 17,000 buildings uh, it was in a the business district, basically, of Chicago at the time. And it's just, I don't know. I, I see this repeating cycle of, of history over and over. And it's like, are we, is this what happens? Is this just a cycle of time? Or is this forced on us? You know, and, and by back then, what I mean is a lot of the times those great fires, and I say that in quotes, air quotes, there's a lot of shenanigans with it. You know, there was arson, but no one was ever arrested. It happened Mrs. in the business. Mrs. cow, right? Well, that and, and that that was the story, right? They kicked off the Great Chicago Fire with some Irish lady. Again, they wanted to blame the Irish. And she, her cow, knocked over a lantern that just 
you know, basically started some spontaneous combustion and just this the whole city burned. Well, the real story is a small district burned. But what did that district have? It had it had lakefront property. And it also had a lot of the town hall, which had the records of land records, birth records, patents. All these were destroyed. Well, who comes in, swoops up the land? Who, I, I, you know, pennies on a dollar? Who comes in and now reinvents these devices and reissues for patents on devices that had already been created, but there's no now paper trail of it, right? And it's, it makes me question what's going on in Hawaii because this is an area supposedly that was owned by the natives mm. who were pushing back against selling their property. You know, it kind of has a Goonies feel to it, you know, like <laughs> they, they didn't want to sell their house and okay, well, we're going to find a way to get rid of you. And, you know, you look at these fires, man, these fucking things were hot and, you know, wildfires aren't getting that hot if it's just a wood source. Right. So, I mean, there's just a lot of suspicion, but I, I'm looking at it as history repeating itself. And this is, again, and we've been saying it for multiple years now, a great reset in progress. So, Matt, I know you're north of me. I'm in Pennsylvania. I know Ryan is in Arizona, so there's no palm trees there. I'm just curious, because of a, a more tropical climate, you would think that maybe palm trees wouldn't be quite as prone to fire as, say, conifers or deciduous trees you know what i mean like they're palms or or mesquite trees out here we have a lot of mesquite trees and mesquite trees are very dry i don't know and there's dude there is a lot of palm trees out here scott you would you wouldn't believe how many freaking palm trees there are and they're artificially put here but you know because they try and make it look all nice attract old people to come down here the snowbirds um there's something to that stuff, man. And, and you know, we, I, I hope that someone didn't mention this when I stepped away. You know, it, it just started storming here and then the dogs are just starting to freak out. But, you know, BLM doing this whole thing, too, right? On behalf of like, you know, Target and all these things. Is something recording? Is anyone else hearing that little? That's clicking? me. Sorry, guys. I can mute myself. I, I've had issues with this system. For no, you're good, dude. I was just curious. I thought I was tripping out. Um, no, no, okay. just my to do. Um, but yeah, man, you see this over and over again, and I actually have like a kind of a separate theory. I don't know if you guys have seen some of these solar farms that are out there. Have you seen these things? We got them up here. You got a solar farm. Okay. I shared this video. Maybe I can share this with you guys real quick. These things are lighting birds on fire mid flight. dude. Yeah. That's a common problem with them. Yep. Because they're so hot. And some of them do use mirrors like in California, big, huge mirrors. And then. Another interesting thing I heard was that in Hawaii, the houses that didn't have smart meters didn't burn. Okay. That's pretty so interesting. They're saying that, you know, and, and that's been one of the, the big pushbacks against those smart meters is that they can, you know, reverse it and essentially just blow up your house. Yeah, man. Yeah, I, I wanted to see. Hopefully, uh, Scott will pop back in, but I'll share this with you guys. And I have yeah. a theory about these things, dude. These these uh, these solar farms. And you know, maybe you guys have seen the video. And and I am you know playing this on uh, the news show. But I want to do a deeper dive in this, and I want as many people to see this as possible, just to kind of give their ideas on what these things could actually be used for. But here's a quick little two minute video or so on um, a solar farm. Don't mind the guy in the middle's voice. Sounds <laughs> a little weird, you know, but. We'll just get through it. 
A solar energy plant is getting flack for killing birds. These facilities in the desert are supposed to be the future of clean energy, but now federal wildlife officials want to pause their expansion until they get a handle on the growing number of bird deaths. It looks like a mirage in the middle of the Mojave Desert, but it's actually 170,000 sets of mirrors the size of garage doors called heliostats. How much power do you get from each one? So this project will fuel 140,000 California homes. So effectively, one heliostat can power one California home. So Tom Doyle is the CEO of NRG, the company behind this that's two pretty shitty efficiency solar project. But if that's the case too, Matt, why the hell is energy so expensive there in California? Yeah. You're not allowed to put it on your own house. Yeah. You it's feed it's it back ridiculous. into the grid. If you're already connected to the grid, you have to connect it to the grid. You yep. can put it on like a shed to power the shed, but you can't put it on your home to power your home because your home is already connected to the grid. Yep. And yeah, it seems so inefficient, like you said, but uh, continuing with this. Yeah, and then well. also notice this. Uh, this was something I pointed out too when we were watching this earlier today. Uh, why was this $1 billion project failed? Keep that in mind as you're watching this, because this is the exact same place. This failed. Yep. This is a failed project. So continuing here. It's now under fire because the heat it produces, up to 900 degrees, is charring the feathers of birds flying through, often causing them to crash and die. Workers on site call them streamers because of the smoke plume created when the birds ignite in midair. In a report on avian mortality at three Southern California facilities, federal investigators found that these solar farms may act as a mega trap, attracting insects which in turn attract insect-eating birds, which are then incapacitated. More than 500 birds have died That's at so one sad, plant, yeah. and oh. 1,000 more are expected to die every year at another. They found mortalities at all three solar technologies. <laughs> and they found a wide range of bird species being killed. It's like the teacher from Role Models. have a hard time navigating traditional barriers, such as airplanes and windows. Wind farms kill more than 100,000 birds each year, but solar farms are a new obstacle. One solar company spent $22 million to protect and relocate hundreds of rare desert tortoises and is now worried about the birds. In a statement, the company said, we are evaluating the use of humane avian deterrent systems similar to those employed by airports. Other solar fields are planned for the California desert, including one near Joshua Tree National Park, which is on a well-known flight path for migrating birds, eagles, and falcons. So right now there is no solution, but these solar plants plan to experiment. So yeah, what he says is that they're planning on experimenting with like frequencies and stuff. Meanwhile, this failed. This whole plant failed. What if, since they're planning on expanding these more and more, what if plants like this were never at all meant to make energy cheaper for the consumer? Because who gives a shit about the consumer, right? What if it's just a cover to get these things built and then they turn them into something else? Like direct energy weapon factories or like weather manipulation fields or something because there's a lot of energy and money that goes into this and for them to be proven to not be efficient and to not work what a hell of a disguise that so many like liberals are going to get behind well ryan who said it was supposed to be cheaper that was never part of the pitch it was supposed to be for you to to save the earth and tax your breath pay pay more money to save the earth it was never about being cheaper i never heard that pitch in my whole life well, that's the whole point is that th that's kind of one of the things that you would think, though, right? Like, but that's no, what it's, it's you wouldn't because you already said it. It's less efficient.
I went to school for energy systems engineering. I dropped out, but this was like, I don't know, 13 years ago, 14 years ago. They right. said that, right? And, you know, week one, nothing will be more efficient that... than oil. They say it's mathematically impossible. You could have the of most course. efficient solar panels in the world. You'll never even breach anywhere close to 100% efficiency. Oil and, and gas and, and such, kerosene, are the only things that approach that efficiency. Unless you come up with something else like hydrogen, which they also showed us in energy systems engineering and like one of the first chemistry class ever that you drop a chip of magnesium, I believe, into water and it splits it apart into it like eats the water, turns it into gases immediately right in front of your eyes. Power right there. Uh, So unless we're harnessing other free energy sources like magnetism, right? Magnets can spin on a generator that never stops. It's kind of like perpetual motion, but not. Unless they're doing something like that, all these other ones that are being compared, that's false comparisons, kind of, but oil is the only one that comes out with any reasonable efficiency. These other things were just never pitched to be efficient. It was never going to be cheaper. No politician ever said that. This will make energy costs go down. No one ever said that. And the only but reason these the companies developed... In my opinion, because people don't go to school for this like you did. I, I mean, a lot of people know that this is that this is going to be more expensive just if you like put two and two together. But this is the way that it's sold to people. They don't have to say these things, but people assume. Why do you think people are getting solar panels? I'm going to save on my utility bills. That's why they're getting solar. Well, that's panels. from a government tax scheme where, yeah, you buy the solar panel, you hook it up to the grid and now you get a discounted rate on your energy when you buy it from the grid. So you're, you're actually continuing to buy it from the grid and you just get a discounted rate and if you factor that in over 10 years or whatever i know people who sell solar panels this is part of the pitch sure. so you factor that in over 10 years and yeah you end up quote making money you know i don't know I, I don't consider that making me making me money but whatever but yeah the, so the only way that you can quote make money from solar is by selling is by getting into bed with the government basically and that's the same reason these solar fields were ever built. It was because of federal grants. If there wasn't grant money, private industry wouldn't have built them because they're not profitable businesses, which is why we see them closing down. Same with wind farms, especially in Texas, North Texas, closing down after the grants run out. They built them for the grants, took the money and ran. It was never meant to be a profitable industry because all of their engineers would have known. If I learned it on year one in engineering, they would have learned it also. <laughs> they know nothing can approach the efficiency of oils unless we're going to be talking about things that are not allowed basically like hydrogen atmospheric energy or magnetism i think that you're giving your fellow students too much credit though ryan i think that a lot of people just want to be in on the cool thing i think well, a lot of people cool want to be like no this is going to change the world the yeah and that's save what people it's about. money but that's How the same cool? thing about veganism and stuff too like it wasn't pitched exactly. to be healthy it was pitched to save the earth save the save the animals you know yeah dude i think we agree movement. on this I think we agree on it. I just think that there's different that they're, you know, they they very subtly, I think, and, and subliminally tell us that this is going to be cheaper. If because anyone do- thinks that anything is going to be cheaper based on government programs, I mean, you're wrong. The only thing of I've course. ever seen go down in price is marijuana here in Canada when it right. when it went legal. And I didn't even think that was going to happen. It took a while. It took a few years. I, I thought that things that putting holes in your roof in order to install solar panels is not thinking wrong traditional um guideline you know what i mean like this is your roof this is what keeps the rain off of your head so now you're going to go ahead and install some panels as well as some brackets and whatnot and sure you're going to use some silicone or something similar to prevent the leakage but you're putting the holes in the roof over your head not to mention you know the lithium lines and all that other 
far-reaching business stuff. But. Now you got mold. Yep. Jeez. Well, and, trying and to the save the earth. You notice all these things, solar, wind, they're wreaking havoc on the environment. And their shelf life is not all it was proposed to be initially. I mean, you look at these these wind turbines, and I think they have like a 15-year lifespan. And it takes, what, like 20 years to generate the generate enough energy to make it worthwhile? Yeah, and the maintenance is out of control. I live, actually, I grew up next to um, one of the big test windmills. At one point, it was the biggest windmill in North America. It's next to the uh, Pickering Nuclear Plant. And they said way back then, I was a little boy back then, they said, oh, this is just a test. And then they came out, what are the results of the test? Oh, yeah, this isn't viable. It's not economically viable. One windmill, that's all you needed to do. <laughs> it's, I'm sure they've proven it many times over. And yeah, you can drive by them. Go by, drive by any wind field. I bet you will see a minimum of one that's out of commission at any time. The service is ridiculous on them. And yeah, these big uh, wind farms and solar farms, they don't even work without high voltage power lines and all this stuff too. And basic energy distribution, you lose more the farther it has to travel. So you're always losing efficiency here. It would be more efficient to use solar panels or windmills. They're not totally bad technologies. They're best used at the point of use. You know, especially like a like a windmill that's generating just a simple like a mill or something like that. Awesome. It doesn't need a high voltage power line and all this infrastructure to bring it into the cities and then step it down. And you're losing power with distance and you're losing power every time you step it down or step it back up. All this waste. But if you actually could just put solar panels on your roof, like we use some solar panels out in the bush and stuff. They work well when we need to use them for one specific thing. It's not hooked into a grid or anything. It would be the same with a windmill. I wouldn't mind building a windmill for myself, but... This is not what we use to power cities. It never will power cities. Not without trillions of dollars from government money. Well, right now it's been billions, tens of billions, hundreds of billions of dollars. And it's still, the grid can't function on it. Texas has power outages all the time. It makes me angry. Like, we're living in the third world. I live out in the boonies up here in Canada half the time. So, I, you know, I can't get that upset when we have a power outage. That we're, we're living in cabins out here. I get it. But down in Houston, and we live in a nice part of Houston, too, and there's power outages all the time. What the heck is going on here? Because the grid can't sustain it because they're putting all the money into solar and wind. And so you actually have less energy than you did like a decade ago. You have more people, more energy demands, less energy, because that's all they're funding is this stuff that everybody has known. Like I said, I went to school over 10 years ago, and we knew that this was in the textbook, yeah. that it's not that efficient. And the main reason that people are building these things is because of government incentives and environmental concerns. Nothing to do with efficiency. If you well, ask the anyone textbooks. who knows about efficiency, they'll say it's not possible to be as efficient as hydrocarbons. What do those textbooks say now, though? You wonder if yeah. now they say that they're more efficient. You know, I haven't looked at, at one of the textbooks. They can't. This is well, math. This yeah, is math. math. I know the liberal stuff is is infiltrated everything, but man, they can't change math. Come on. They I, and I'm not, I'm not saying, saying it's not possible. Racist, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised, but you can't fiddle around with engineering. Our world starts to fall apart very, very quickly. Well, it and has the other to thing falls apart very quickly. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah, the, true. Jeez. The ironic. <laughs> I don't have an argument. Is look at the cars, right? Again, whenever there's a you know a heat wave and in California, they tell people, "What's the first thing you tell them? Oh, let's try not to charge your car, right? Because the grid can't handle it." Well, what if everyone is on electric cars that are supposed to be the future? 
right? This is supposed to be a much cleaner way to get around and travel. And it's like, it makes no sense. And it's, it's kind of funny because I was, I got into reading, uh, slaughterhouse five again from kurt vonnegut and holy shit what a crazy i haven't read it since i was in like middle school and he's talking about how chicago had pneumatic tubes so if they wanted to go from one one part of town to the other they hop in the tube boom shoot it over logan's now, run yeah What's that? something to be said for steam when you take a substance and it heats to a certain degree and then it expands to seventeen thousand times its volume that's a lot of pressure change man well, yeah steam's what the how they use nuclear right they're just heating up water big, big massive water boilers and they are collect the steam and run it through a turbine they're huge but it's just steam and steam heat i didn't know that when i first started getting into mud flood too I was going around uh, Toronto and looking in all the big, huge buildings, too. And you know all the Tartarian people, they're all talking about how the uh, fireplaces weren't really fireplaces. You know, there's something to do with energy and whatnot. I don't know. Yeah, Scott, I see you saying that. I don't know either. But I'm I'm saying I figured out that they were genuinely heated by steam. I don't think that's a huge secret, but I didn't know that. You know, they were showing us fireplaces. And you've got the conspiracy people saying, no, that it's atmospheric electricity and you've got other people saying you got mainstream people saying no they're fireplaces but neither makes sense for heating these gargantuan buildings they're massive cathedral buildings that are in every city and it was steam actually there was steam plants in the city they still are many of these huge buildings and if you could imagine the heat bill you know heating bills have gone up for us in the last couple of years and just in our little house here I couldn't imagine these, like, the buildings that are behind you in the picture, Matt. Basically, like, every city is kind of like that still. You go into these big town hall, you know, and uh, train stations, these big, huge things. And they are heated by steam still to these to this day, at least in Toronto. These steam factories that's, that sell steam heat, it's piped through to many major, major old and old world buildings, we can say. And it's a lot of them cool. had heated floors even, Rye, right? With the water. Yeah, and that's what we like to do up floors. here, too. Heated floors, yeah. We live in cold country up here, way, way up north, and heated floors is the way to go. And it's yeah, it's not that complicated. It's it's steam and pipes, and it works very well. Yep. And that's what's amazing about this. Like, I think I, I, I'm looking at it, and I'm like, there has to be a more efficient way. It's almost like they're taking us to the least efficient way because it seems like it's the most profitable to them because it's the most easily manipulable right? The closer we get to digital or electric, we are automatically even more so dependent than we are today. I mean, at least with fuel, you can determine how you want to burn that fuel in your car and where you want to go. When it comes to electric, they're going to be able to limit you as to how much. And at that point, your car is going to be a massive computer if it's not already. And how easy is it for them just to shut you down? Or they can geofence a certain area if they don't want you driving to a certain yes. area. Just shut that shut that area off with geofencing. Yeah, your papers are not in order. What's that? Your papers are not in order. Sorry, <laughs> you don't get to pass the checkpoint. Yeah, You're dude, outside of your fifteen minutes. And, and, but the government would never do that. Come on, no. and then you go look at, and then you go show them the example of the Canadian truckers. And how they they went after those people's bank records and stuff. Then you look at Jan- the January sixth nonsense. How they went after those people and their bank accounts and their livelihood and and did all, uh, 
conspired with all these different tech companies to geolocate you and and nail even you the down. people using parlor too matt parlor yep. remember parlor that yep. scam that was ran by people like dan bongino who are supposedly hardcore conservatives and like they love your freedom yep out of here with that it's crazy yeah. man so yeah, it's, it's just wild man they're just tightening the noose you know so to speak if and and again i go i go back to what you said before ryan that if you're in the city because the further you get away from the city, the less control they have on you from this perspective. Right. Well, check you this out too. Check this out too. Where are a lot of the resources produced that run our world? I'll answer it. Very cold places and very hot places, neither of which are conducive to digital technologies. You know, these are the types of places that your phone gets fried if you leave you accidentally leave it out on the chair for five minutes and your phone is completely fried. Up here we couldn't have electric vehicles. First of all, it's already proven impossible by the failure of Tesla's stupid truck project. It's been debunked well that the batteries would weigh more than half the cargo, defeating the purpose of it being a truck. The batteries are too heavy. This is stupid. And up in cold places like this, where our industries, where our worlds rely on, they rely on these very extreme temperature places, even like California. I used to live in Trona, California, where the only reason the town still exists is because they mine the, the minerals, Trona and other borax and stuff from there. So that's why this extreme, it's right beside Death Valley. That's why this extreme weather place actually exists. It just can't exist with electric cars. Your electric cars will be fried if it's too hot or if it's too cold, especially if it's too cold. Stuff doesn't start. We're also talking about like life-threatening conditions here. <laughs> like if your truck fails on the road in Death Valley, you actually might die. It happened to me. It's scary. Up here, same thing. You know, your electric vehicle won't start. It's my uh, Fahrenheit and Celsius. They meet at minus 32, I think. So imagine it's minus 32. That's a common winter temperature. It could get a lot colder than that up here. But it's minus 32. You get stuck outside for 15 minutes because your stupid electric car won't open because you don't have a keyhole because everything's completely electric now. Right. And you can't get into your car and you freeze to death. Like this is why when they say, oh, we're going to replace all all uh, gas vehicles by whatever, whatever. No way. And you notice how they, they just quietly don't mention diesel in those conversations, too. Usually they're talking about getting rid of gas cars. Well, everyone in the country, I guess, is just going to immediately switch to diesel because life in the country can't operate on electric. There are no electric mm -hmm. tractors and stuff. Actually, I'm lying. They're, they are developing them now. But still, the only reason that farmers are able to buy them are because of government grant programs that encourage them to buy it, just like that the money that created these solar farms and stuff. Because no regular farmer is going to buy something that's so unpredictable, inefficient, and is not going to work in extreme circumstances. And yeah, it's just not its not going to fly. I don't know. I don't mean to be too well, dowdy about it, but they're pushing something that isn't possible. The only way it is possible is for people in cities. That's it. It's yeah. only there to, well, it, it will only be useful to control people in cities and the rest of the world won't, uh, it can't, much of the world can't adopt these technologies. Well, did you see right how California wants to make everything you know that's gas powered electric by 2030 from especially in the landscape industry so all lawnmowers all leaf blowers it all... is physically impossible they already said that if even 50 yeah. percent of the fleet tried to convert it would crash the grid immediately it's yeah. it's physically impossible i don't know what we're supposed to tell these people yeah well, <laughs> it's 20... not going to work 2030 is unrealistic too and 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 that's where it seems a little weird is because hawaii was saying they wanted to be the first they pledged to be the first ones by 2045 is when they said they were going to be doing this by and, and it seems like they're under attack like this was the whole thing 
um, this is what we were talking about. And the, the thing that I was showing you guys earlier, uh, this is a great, great article. I'll, I'll uh, show you guys, but I, I'm going to dive deeper into this work from this and also someone else, but, uh, or, or from some other people, look at that graphic right there. I mean, just perfect. Fucking a man, that is spot on. I tell you guys, I actually read his book by accident. My mom got it for me. By accident? Yeah, well, my mom's a conspiracy (laughs) person, but so she gave me a bunch of great books. And I thought this one was like a conspiracy book, right? Like The Great Reset. I thought it was somebody exposing The Great Reset. Yeah. But no, it was the most horrible thing I've ever read, actually. I I mean, it's good to read that stuff, though, Ryan, because then you kind of know what the hell's going on. You know, I was mad at my mom. What did you give me? this? She said, oh, I wanted to see what you would think about it. You believe this yeah, shit, Mark? Say no, you're at me. So good on you. But yeah, it talks about how Hawaii mayors and governors embraced the, the World Economic Forum uh, in August 2018. Um, you know, they made the, these plans to go about doing this whole. You know, we're going to be the first by 2045 to have complete clean energy and all this stuff. And actually, Matt, the the other Matt that you had on, Matt uh, Roski. Roski. He is actually in here um, in this uh, in one of these videos. You can see him right there. There he is. Yeah. Uh, so it's interesting what he was talking about. Um, this isn't his site, but someone used a video that he was commenting on Hawaii this year. They're hosting a clean energy convention that is sponsored by the WEF in a couple um, weeks. So what a perfect thing to sit here and say, look at what climate change has done to our beautiful island here or islands, all these eight islands here. Look at what's happened. We need your help. We need billions and billions of dollars to make this go through. Look around you. Look at all these poor people that were you know, put out of their places. It's perfect propaganda. Um, so, yeah, man, I think it's interesting. This is a good, good uh, Diana Marshall uh, report dot com wild stuff dude really really cool i think they're gonna be able to get a lot of people living in these cities under you know the total welfare state i think that'll be actually very easy but i do think that there will and maybe always will be the option for people to live outside of that control system but the easiest way to be completely in that control system is just to live in a city right you're completely dependent for your food for your water yes you could filter your water but you're dependent on whatever they give you and if they give you lockdown rules and curfews and, you know, fuel restrictions and movement restrictions, and you're, you're just going to have to comply. And at that point, you're going to be economically dependent on that system as well, unless you've worked hard to be financially free, right? Basically, yeah. you know, you're you're completely at their mercy. And I, I think it will be easy. Yeah, you're talking about affordable housing, right? That's how they sneak this in. Affordable housing. You know, you well, get stuck in that housing? affordable housing. Housing is expensive cars are ridiculously expensive dude if you want a truck you're not getting a truck for less than like 15 or twenty thousand dollars and that's like a six cylinder like a small truck not like necessarily a good work truck or anything like that vehicles are going to be insanely priced almost like the price of a small house to get a new vehicle so you're going to do ride sharing right and and if you're doing ride sharing those prices are going to go up as well because they're going to be taxed on all that stuff you're going to have to walk from place to place or ride a bike and what better spot to live in if you have to walk everywhere than a 15 minute city yep like it's 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 awesome unless you have to provide food for yourself yes you know that's there's no land unless you're eating the fucking goop out of the matrix yeah well right to what you were saying oh where to where to go shit we got to get a system who's Rye and who's Ryan. Oh, sorry. 
to your point, Mr. Dean, uh, they, they were set to meet. Uh, let's see. It says uh, the government of Hawaii states the goal for rebuild is to make the entire island of Maui the first smart island. Right. They want the entire island governed by AI, yeah. as outlined in the Hawaii Hawaii Digital Government Summit of 2023. That's what you were just talking about. And that they have planned to host next month, Monday, September 25th on Maui. And then it just gives a bunch of links like plans to implement digital AI government over Hawaii. Here's a link uh, about the information about smart cities in Hawaii. It's just, it's, you know, anyone that doesn't question this a little bit, there's, there's, I I have a bridge to sell you because there's some bullshit going on here. Island's a good place to do it because the electric cars can't go that far, right? Right. Right. That's another one of the big problems. You can't make it across country at all. It's like the Truman Show. Look at this. Yeah. I mean, foreclosure more. And did you see a lot of the insurance uh companies are not backing these people? So yeah, man. these it's, people it's are wild. essentially homeless. And what, what they're saying too, you're hearing a lot of people talking about FEMA is down on the ground getting people to try to sign over their property. And things like this. There's a whole bunch of campaigns by the the, the locals to not sign anything right now. It doesn't oh, matter shit. who's telling you because it seems like they're just trying to gobble up all that land. Now, Dude, what's interesting don't sound like East Palestine. Yeah, exactly. Right. Well, like you were just saying over there, um, where is it? If you look here, it says locals in Maui were refusing to sell their land to the elites. Uh, the part of the island mainly destroyed by the fires was the prime area right next to the lavish mega mansions. So it's now Which a lot I'm of sure those were untouched, right? Yeah, a yeah. lot of those locals are forced to sell their land, and many tragically died in the flames. Oprah has a luxury mansion in Maui, completely fine. Bezos has a ma- mansion in Maui, completely fine. Lady Gaga has a mansion in Maui, it's fine. Gates, fine. Morgan Freeman, fine. Will Smith, fine. Julia Roberts. How did all of their mansions, you know, like, again, it targeted a a certain part of the island and it was specific. I mean, you look at the devastation here. I mean, that's just it, it's gone. Side note. Yeah. Uh, Oprah bought out Popeye's chicken uh, while I was in the army, like back in, I guess it was like 2016, 17. So if you're still buying Popeye's chicken. Which I love, but I abstain from on a um, moral basis. You're it's like the wrong. third best chicken joint out there. You're mm, where I'm Chick-fil-A. at. It's probably number one or two. Like Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A Canes, good, I mean, come on. unless you're on a Sunday. You know, right? But then you got raisin canes with that sesame seed uh, garlic toast. That's better. Dude, I don't then, know nothing uh, about it, dude, up here in the north. I had I had a bad experience at Popeyes, and I will never eat there again, dude. I got like food poisoning there. I had the shits like you read about, man, <laughs> like Dumb and Dumber style, Montezuma style, Oof. dude, like holding on with a death grip to the bowl so you don't shoot through the oh. ceiling. You're yeah, dude, I gotta watch Dumb and Dumber hydration kind of situation. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It was not pretty at all. It is it is interesting not to uh, devolve too much into a chicken talk because I can go all day <laughs> with that. But man, I mean, just think about all this stuff with, you know, they're they're, you know, telling people don't come here and help send money. 
When have you ever heard that? It's all about money right now. That's the last time I heard it was in Haiti with the Clintons. Well, you get it with Ukraine as well. You know, it's just all money. You get these like ragtag groups of like mercenaries that are supposedly going there, but I don't even think that's real. But you even have the UFC doing this. Dana White um, donated a million dollars, right? He's a member of the elite. Uh, You know, I love the UFC. I actually really like Dana White too. I think he's funny. I think he's entertaining. But there's something about what he's doing there. And they made a UFC loves Hawaii shirt. All the proceeds are going to Hawaii. I get it, right? You have to donate. You have to do something. But they're literally saying, don't come and help. Just send money. That's the best thing. They need more money than people right now. That doesn't sound right. That's the message that's going out there. You listen to the people on the ground and they're like, don't come here without supplies. You know, and that's I've seen a lot of those videos of locals saying, listen, you can come out here with a car. Please bring a car, but bring a carload of supplies. We need yeah. shit. It's not How are getting, you getting out there it. with a car. Huh? How are you getting out there with a car or a boat? Whatever, whatever you're bringing to the island. Yeah, I know the br- yeah the bridge burnt down. So however you're bringing shit there, you know, because there's people that were are coming like even the news lady said she couldn't get onto the island. They wouldn't let her on. Yeah. Yeah, it's like they don't want people to to see it because everything that you hear, it's locals that are saying, dude, the, the storm came from the wrong way. Yep. Storms don't come from this side. You know, nothing is making sense. All this stuff. There's way more people that are dying than what you're be- what you're being told. It's only locals that are really reporting on it. And you're yep. getting like, you know, quote unquote, legit information. But no one from the outside is allowed to go in and look. That's scary, well, and, dude. And who's stonewalling the information? It's that dipshit from Vegas, the chief of police. Uh, what is his name? Yeah, you said that before we recorded. You should say that louder. Okay. Uh, here I'll share it with everyone right now. Let's yeah. see where is he. Uh, oh, the one ring. Oh, did you see that? Did you see that? That's Davy's old manager. No. Yeah, Davy's old manager from Costco bought, found that, and opened it in a pack. Sold it to Post Malone for two million fucking dollars, dude. No way. Davey showed me the texts that he was having with his manager. That's that nice. he He's the guy that bought that. But yeah. Okay. So this is, says, what are the chances that the Maui police chief, John Pelletier, just so happened to be the incident commander for the Las Vegas shooting in 2017? <laughs> so I looked it up and I'm like, okay, is that is that legit or not? Well, sure enough, Pelletier reflected on the four-year anniversary of the October 1st, 2017 <laughs> shooting during his interview and described leading the area command that covers the strip that night as his greatest professional achievement. He said he was at home when he got a call alerting him about an active shooter in his area command. So once again, we have a crisis actor leading this scenario here. You know, again, what are the odds that this guy was leading Vegas and now he's just so happens to be in Maui for this one. Let's spell that guy's name out so that as many people as possible can like research this. Term. It is John Pelletier, P E L L E T I E R. Yeah, that's important. Echo, Lima, 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 Echo, Tango, India, Echo, <laughs> Romeo. For, for go. military homeboys. Yeah, he is a pure piece of shit. Pelletier. Now, uh-huh. I'm a big fan of the Saudi prince theory. Have you guys heard that? Yeah. Solid. That's what the black helicopters were about. Makes a lot more fucking sense than some random asshole with a bump stock, dude. Saying, 
Not only that, I didn't hear anybody say anything about pacing lengths, which is required for belt feds, which would be about the rate of yeah. fire for what he was laying down. So just about every other theory out there makes more sense than what they told us that this old guy, Stephen Paddock, was just carrying up a bunch of automatic hotel, rifles. Hotel workers were helping him, you know, bring him up yeah. to his room in, you know, by the bulk. And well, he guys, busted a window pretty, out. This is pretty conclusive, though. I mean, I put this in Wag the Dog Theory Part 1, wagthedogtheory.com. The first video, it shows that the window was shot out later, and there's there's footage of the cops in the in the hotel room, and the, the window hasn't been busted out yet. Like the, You can't shoot out of a window that is not broken. Come yeah. on. Yep. And the whole thing, it didn't sound like a gun at all. Don't believe there was any real victims. And by the way, back when I lived in uh, Trona, California, it's right down the road from Ridgecrest, California, which is home to one of the biggest military bases in the world, China Lake. And that town, Ridgecrest, it's basically all military families, not 100%, but close. And a lot of the victims actually from the Vegas, so-called victims, are from Ridgecrest, which immediately just makes me think of military families and military operations. It'd be weird if they all had, I don't know, cancer from fire foam or weird water down by uh, the Marine base. Maybe, so, maybe nothing even happens because it doesn't even seem like they put much effort into covering things up these days. You know, people are supposedly dead. Just go, go back home and just keep doing their job. And literally the world doesn't pay that much attention. And if it isn't said on the news and it didn't happen. So, I, yeah, I don't even think they honestly put much effort at all into even covering this stuff up. I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of those victims are carrying on with like the same name and same everything, maybe just different location. Why yeah. do you think I'd like to go around the horn real quick here? Why do you think most people don't realize something's going on in these situations? They Whether it's like see any information about it, you can't even say Sandy Hook on YouTube. So you think it's simply censorship? It is censorship. Even those of us in the conspiracy community, we've probably all seen slightly different information on it because especially on these these topics like Sandy Hook, Vegas, all these fake shootings, which I would say almost all of them, if not all of them, are completely fake. The the information comes and goes real quick. People get deleted for it. Videos get deleted. I've had videos deleted. It's hard to stay up there. Right. But what about people that are actually trying to be informed and they think that something's up, but they can't really find anything? What makes them like lose motivation to try to figure out like... The people that that think that the government's shady, but they can't really get there all the way. Like you what? can't find it anymore. It's not easy. At least not if you're using the regular outlets. You can't Google what happened at Sandy Hook. Was Sandy Hook a hoax? You're just gonna get the first hundred pages full of articles that saying there's this crazy conspiracy theory, but it's so it's so disgusting that people would even say this kind of stuff. It's just announcements of it. You will not find anything real about it. What? Not you even have to Sandy dig Hook. on the alternatives. Not even Sandy Hooks, things that are more and obviously Sandy Hook. What a tragedy, right? I mean, all the stuff. Well, COVID. Yeah. Talk about something that's more widespread that affects everyone. COVID. 9-11. COVID. Yeah. Look, I mean, I the reason I made Wag the Dog Theory Part 1 is because we had this footage of Chinese people falling down dead in the streets. And that's what I saw first to sell us a pandemic. Right. And then the pandemic happened and nobody ever talked about that again, at least not in the mainstream. That was, to me, the proof that this whole thing was based on fake news. Those people were fake. They were catching their fall. I put this in, in Mike the Dog Theory. They don't even look like they're dead. There's no proof that they're dead. And that didn't happen anywhere else. I'm saying it was fake and it was obviously fake. And no, nobody brings that up to this day. If, if you're looking for that, you probably won't find that. 
if you're looking into COVID theories, you won't find that. You won't go all the way back to the beginning. You're going to find stuff like the lab leak theory and stuff, which is probably planted itself because you can't have a fake virus leak from a leak from a lab of, you know, a fake pandemic isn't caused by a virus. <laughs> it didn't leak from a lab kind of thing. But that's what you're going to find if you look for conspiracy theories. They're really good at purging this stuff. You have to keep up with it right? because it just well, disappears. And I think they're good at laying a lot of false information out there, too. Right. Tons. Lab to, leak. Good example. Yep. Well, look at it. some of the it people sends, that are out there. It you know, on the people highest... on a goose chase. Sorry, Matt. No, go ahead, Rye. No, uh, yeah, you're saying like the goose chase, dude. That's exactly what it is, man. Like, you, you look at the highest profile people in like the conspiratorial world. Alex Jones is great, but there's a lot of fishy stuff when it comes to that. The whole Sandy Hook thing alone, right? I mean, we were talking about that just a second ago. You talk about all these other things. I mean, when you look at conspiracy theorists, they're all crazy people. No one's like sane or rational. It's all like all the way to one side. And for for conservatives and for Republicans, China's the bad guy. And for liberals and Democrats, Russia's the bad guy. They like to do this. Like even with the whole TikTok thing, that committee is mostly Republicans that's looking into that whole thing. Right. That was looking into it, you know, supposedly, you know, talking all this shit to uh, to chew the CEO of uh, ByteDance. So, you know, it's just they, they pick and choose kind of the way that they want to do it and they want to divide people up. Isn't that all part of the political theater, though, of it, Rye? Like to, to make you believe that the Republicans are going after TikTok when in reality they're not. We all know they're not. Of course they're not. They're right. going. They're trying to use it for some system. And that was something that you were on to real early where it's like, what is TikTok doing that these other platforms aren't? They're collecting data just the same as Instagram meta, I should say meta and like X, right? Yeah. Is that what we're calling Twitter now? X? Um, yeah. Twitter. What a nerd Elon Musk is calling it X, right? He wants to be cool so bad and he just never will be. But That's he, what you have when you're the son of like a, a mining oligarch, right? Like yep. In South Africa, miner. Yeah. General gems and emeralds and shit in his pocket. Well, you should train him for crash. Well, then you're an entitled twat and fuck your machines. I can't wait to get inside of one with an EMF reader because my electric stove, because of where I happen to be, what I happen to move into, like I turn on my electric stove on the high and it spikes up into the 300 range. And from what the National Institute of Health tells me, which is dubious at best, right? Because how much can I trust the government? It deteriorates the the uh, cellular stability of, of whatever it's basically coming in contact with. So like the food that I cook on my electric stove is nutritionally less dense than something that I would cook on a gas stove. Hint, hint. You know what I mean? I got a gas stove in my shitty little house. And microwaves are the same thing to a higher extent, right? Like, they're not even allowed in some countries. Even worse. Yeah. I don't know, man. We're just, they're they're just killing us in every single way possible. I'm waiting for air to be charged. Like, we're we're like, we got to pay for clean air. I'm waiting for that. You may get it right here. Here we go. We got our first prototype. Can I cue that up? This is for the, um, it's not in the United States, though. It is this. Saudi. It's, it's in no, it's in the UAE. Yeah. Oh, it's in Dubai. No, this is the new one. Ah! This is 
This Come is on. the one they want to put in the, the line in Saudi Arabia? Well, if you thought that was crazy, then get ready for Tolosa, a $400 billion dollar proposed smart city in the United States. Announced in September 2021 by former Walmart executive and billionaire Mark Lohr, he outlined his vision for a 5 million person new city in America. Tolosa will be 150,000 acres with a massive skyscraper at its center. A city where commutes are just 15 minutes, buildings are covered in lush greenery, and gas-powered vehicles are banned. Tolosa will be 100% efficient and sustainable. Sound familiar to the line? By 2030, the first phase of construction will cover 1,500 acres and house 50,000 residents at an estimated cost of $25 billion. The total project will likely exceed $400 billion, and the city will reach its target population of 5 million within 40 years. Do you think it will be a success? No. They go. make them look so cool. I yeah. will say they look really, really cool. You know yeah. what I mean? If you can put your biases aside and you can say, like, that's a dope environment, but what comes with it is prison. I, I can't get over the, the picture in my head of that place just getting a garbage tsunami that hits it, and it's <laughs> it's it's the prototype for idiocracy. Right. That's exactly what those buildings looked like. You had the 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 little cars that had the two people in it. That's all they had. They could just, you know, in their little bubble. And you had the old school rail system where the rail was above the the car, which they used to use in the 1800s. But I like yeah. the uh, the intro there, how it's like, you thought the line was bad. Yeah. Wait until we bring you into this American version where you're fucked even harder. Like, it's like, it's like just... It's well, and then you look at the price tags, right? And that's what you're looking at. If anyone that has any, and you said it in your TikTok episode, and we say it in all, just follow the money. Wherever the money is going, that's who's pushing these agendas, and that's who this these projects benefit. And when you're looking at 25 billion, you know, and up to four, what do they see? 400 billion for what five million people to live there? That's insanity. That doesn't sound like a good investment at all and there's only a few organizations that could really pull that off right yep. so you're 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 searching if you're trying to find out where that money's coming from excuse me where that money's coming from it's people potentially someone that doesn't get talked about enough warren buffett dude this guy never gets talked about right why I, I is it what's this dude that man right now Let's what's this dude doing Tyler living out long well and and before we go there he there's something about omaha too. I Dr. never realized Dude. this until uh, like a year ago. I started looking at world and there was a world fair there. There's a lot. of. I got a book from the 1800s that's about all the shady shit that would go on there back in the day. And it was like a hub for just shadiness. The Oracle of Omaha, dude. That's what they call him. What yeah. were you going to say, Scott? Uh, you had some uh, some info on uh, old... I have Buff? you guys not heard about Warren Buffett and how he had a fuckload of stock in Taiwan and the chip manufacturing going on over there? Yeah, yeah, the semiconductor yes, stuff, did. yeah. Yeah, yeah, and all of a sudden he dumped all of his shit. 100% of his stocks, fuck you, don't follow me, right? And then there's a, was, was he a senator or a congressman who started hedge hedging the stocks over there? And so when Warren Buffett was publicly questioned 
on why he dropped his stocks. He said, well, like he was shorting them. You're saying like shorting them, making. Okay. Hedging the bets, right? Like sure. Sure. Yeah. Shorting. Yeah. So Warren Buffett said, well, uh, there's some potentially seismic activity that may be going on over there soon. What happened right before uh, La Hena in Hawaii? Were there earthquakes? I bet if you were to Google it, you would find that there were. In Hawaii? Pull it up. Yeah? Is that true? Pull it up. Let's see. I'm saying seismic activity. It's about bouncing things off the ionosphere and it comes back down somewhere else. Okay, so when did when did Warren Buffett sell these shares, Scott? Oh shit, um, twenty twenty two probably. Okay, so right, not very long started, ago. Started to get spicy over there. You know? uh, we've had that. a flotilla over there for a while now. So, yo, you got to be fucking shitting me. Look at this. <laughs> so we got series of small quakes in court including 4.3 rattle hawaiian islands it's not like they're bouncing shit off the ionosphere in different places through heart to generate earthquakes and other natural disasters that would just be fucking crazy conspiracy theory shit right gentlemen okay so get me there get me like to this point what what exactly are you saying? And then I'm sure that there's other people that are kind of like where I'm at, where like, yeah, there's definitely something here, but where's the solid connection between this and the fires? So we live essentially in this this bubble. I don't know what's underneath this, right? I really don't. And I question it because there was an article that was put out in, I want to say like 2017 or 2018, by the Army Times that talked about how the next generation of Army warfare was going to be subterranean. Okay. And then shit got real quiet about it. I didn't hear anything about it after that. I remember that. So, uh, beyond that, oh, fuck, what's his name? There's a guy, Sean, Sean something, and he's a, he's former CIA, and he's got a, um, uh, he had this dude on who was Former SEAL Team Six. He was the first transgender. Um, <laughs> oh, that's the dude that switched a... to a chick, then he went back. Dude, I. You know what? Fucking give that man credit for trying to figure out his own shit because he went through some things and then he figured it out on the other end. So fucking. You okay. know, whatever. You know. Still weird, we weird choice. Go on a hike. Don't cut your dick off. Go on a hike. Right? Like no, he never cut his dick off. He just dressed like a woman. Look, okay. it's it's fine. Psychological warfare is a real thing, and we're all dealing with the after effects right now in the U.S. and sure. up in Canada, sir, for uh, Wallach's there. Oh, yeah. But um, we, we, so, they've been in news here. So basically... <laughs> All right, if you go to what a lot of people call the Schumann Resonance, right? right Wherein right. we live in this habitation between the ionosphere and ground, right? It's extreme positive and extreme negative, right? And those are the two frequencies of um, alternating current, right? You have two different charges. And so very over super, excuse me, <clears throat> oversimplification of this is they put a charge into the ionosphere at a certain angle at a certain amplitude 
and they know that it's going to hit that and then come bounce back down. And so there's a reverberation, what I'm guessing, from the the deep other angle of the ionosphere, whatever that is. And it generates an effect. Now, for Warren Buffett to talk about seismic effects, pull that up, please, Matt. Uh, Warren Buffett seismic. I want them. Just throw those keywords into any search engine. Okay. That's why he dumped all of his stock, right? And all of a sudden, we have seismic effects right before La Haina in Hawaii. So if I suddenly die or commit suicide, y'all know what's up. So you're saying that he was kind of like he he was making it seem like he was speaking in like hyperbolic terms. Oh, dude. Now, check this shit out. I I didn't even I didn't get as far in the search as I wanted. But the first thing, look what Warren Buffett invests in seismic company. Ooh. Oh, what is this? Heart energy. Click on that. So legendary. and, And this is from. Oh, this is from 2003. Okay. Legendary investor is building a position in the troubled seismic services market through Berkshire Hathaway investment in bankrupt Seidel out of Houston, um, which is Shout also out Houston. NASA is. Yeah. Previously, San Diego based investment firm Ranch Capital has purchased all 255 million of outstanding principal. Uh, Ranch and Burke will work together in reorganizing the company. So that's interesting. All right. Okay. Old information, but still, you know, relevant, I'm sure. Okay. Seismic activity. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Don't forget Taiwan. Keep, keep, oh, yeah. yeah, That's right. In the search. And, and, you know, the keywords are these fucking machines, isn't it? Yeah, they really like it. No, that's not it. Uh... You're on uh, images. I don't know if that makes a difference. But, you know, for people that don't know, when when the whole crazy thing happened in 2008 and 2009, the financial crisis, Warren Buffett literally bailed out Bank of America with his own pocket change. So, you know, people forget that. This guy is really, 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 really rich, man. Um, I think he's like consistently top five richest people in the world. A lot of people are more attracted to like Elon Musk and Zuckerberg, but this is old money here, dude. This is it. Okay, so yeah, it was 2023 that this happened. So this is recent. Hey, that's this year. April of 23. And where is it? It says TSMC is considered a national treasure in Taiwan. I think that's a good spot to start. Berkshire Hathaway revealed that it had sold 86% of its shares in the Taiwan SMC. It doesn't say anything, though. And there's no quotes from him in there. 86% is enough to really, like, at that point, you can kind of say that it's, you know, we're not we're not selling out all the way. But that's a significant stake. After worrying about geopolitical risk, which is, yeah. Oh, fuck you. Ow. He's goddamn pay. Who who pays for the internet? Dude, who would pay for an article, by the way? Really? 
I almost, you know what I did though? I almost paid for one with Rolling Stone because it was doing a really in-depth article of Charles Manson and the Hells Angels. That was great, but I didn't, I didn't follow through. I just did more research and found the same information probably. Yeah. He goes, I don't like its location and I'm reevaluated that. Man, I used to love this. Like before I did the podcast, probably 10 years before I did the podcast, I was uh, day trading and not not technically day trading because I didn't have the $25,000 capital to do so. But swing trading is what it's called. And I was into conspiracies and geopolitics before I even really realized it, because like you're looking into this stuff and you're realizing like, oh, dude, like a bunch of Chinese investors are buying into this company that I'm looking into. That is a good sign. And then, you know, like you're looking at other stuff too. It's, it's where it's at. Look at this. Buffett said China and the U S are going to be superpowers and they will always compete with each other. He said, but he worried about matters getting quote unquote out of control or quote unquote accidents occurring. Buffett said it's a dangerous world. Hey, I wish that I could have heard him say that. I would have soundbited that. It's a dangerous world. He almost talks like uh, RFK, our friend Robert Kennedy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, what a piece of shit they are, all of them. Horrible man. Yeah, dude, the guy is a sleepy candidate for one of the worst people alive. Oh, by far. Yeah. Yeah. He's he is just. Oh man. You guys heard of Carl Icahn? No. After completing three days of large-scale combat exercise around the tunnel, the oh. oh, okay. I thought we were getting infiltrated. Last week. Um, right. now, no, I'm infiltrating you off. Is it something that... Trying, just click share your sound. I'm retarded technologically. That's one of the downfalls of having a really good sense of internal navigation. Hold up. Let me just share the shit. The chat. <laughs> How about that? That's better for for me. And oh, sharing the link. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, dude. Look, we we have our gifts and our deficits, right? Like everybody's got their pros and cons. Mine are. I'm really good with pattern recognition and picking out little things that are weird, and absolute shit at being technologically. Right. Attention to see, you probably have a high IQ then like the IQ test. It's I have a high IQ because I can recognize patterns and people that are more book smart than me have lower IQs because of their pattern recognition. Pattern recognition is huge when it comes to like that IQ test bullshit. All right. Well, you know, ups and downs. Ups and downs syndrome, huh? Oh, you were listening to this. The. Asian guy talk? Uh Asian lady, but you know, I well, I, I hate to assume genders and all, but you know, <laughs> fucking it's a woman. It's that first video. Uh it's got the a only suit one on. I posted to everybody. Hey, women wear suits, Matt. CNN.com. Hold on. I'm sharing. Have you seen Hillary Clinton, those pants suits she wears? This guy? That is not a human being. Hillary Clinton, I I I don't think that's human. That is something else whether is this it's what you're looking at scott uh as wait uh yeah yep yeah, that's the one that is a man yeah well that is but the one speaking is wayfair, a female get... <laughs> oh go go past wayfair they deal in children fuck all that oh wow fuck remember wayfair. wayfair i mean 2020 was a wild time dude 
Can we just shout out 2020? Dude, 2020 is madness. I want to go back, though. It was oh. fun. Don't do it. Don't do it. You might take the backs. No, I'd never take the backs. <laughs> I was not even like the slightest bit tempted to taking the vaccine. I, I, I take a, a small China's military says that it is ready to texting, fight after completing right, three days of large-scale combat exercise shot. around Taiwan. The exercises follow the Taiwanese president's trip to the U.S. last week. And now in an exclusive interview, Taiwan's foreign minister tells CNN's chief national security Dude, correspondent Jim Shooter that China is, quote, trying to get ready to oh, launch a war against Taiwan. Kill them, the apparent target here, right? A military attack on invasion. Yeah. Especially CNN, dude. We'll all turn gay like the frogs. (laughs) Yeah. I'll show my tits by the end of it. Yeah. Yeah. It makes it easier. Hey, (laughs) before we go, let's end on a on a on a somewhat funny note. Dude, this has got to be one of the (laughs) it's probably one of the most racist videos that's allowed to be on the internet still. And this is a white guy showing it to an angel. This is Bobby Lee and uh, what the hell's his name? Andrew Santino. Yeah, Santino. Yeah, this is hilarious. Maybe I too could be ninja. I use my nunchucks even while feeding ducks. I throw my ninja (laughs) First of all, let's just hear the chorus again. Please don't turn, it's gonna put me to work. I learned my ninja kick while watching Netflix. Guys, you know what? what? I might do it. I might be a ninja soon. I gonna be ninja. <laughs> <laughs> if I was that Asian, uh, I gonna be ninja. Turn it off. Okay, it's off. <laughs> All right. If I was that Asian lady, I'd only. I gonna chop, 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 chow down, take chow down to Chinatown. This is the most racist shit I've ever heard in my life, and it makes me laugh. <laughs> oh, just Dude, have to you watch. Seen the- Bobby Lee's face as he's watching it is priceless. Have you seen him talking about Bobby's mom? No. I'm going to see if I can pull see this if up you can quickly. Find that. I'm going to see if before uh, I know you're rapping, but um, yeah, no, yeah, it man. was just a dark one. I want to end on some humor here. Yeah. Um, you guys got to, you know, obviously we we need to end on humor. But, uh, you know, the one thing that I was touching on real quick while I'm looking at this, guys need to look into Carl Icahn, Bill Ackman, things like this. Some of these like mega investors. It is really, really interesting to see some of the stuff that they get into and some of the things that they put their money into and why and watching interviews from them. I used to do that hours and hours on end back when I was a big pothead and I was trading. I would just get stoned and watch these guys talk about stuff. And they're talking about Halliburton investments and like, you know, meetings at the trilateral commission. And it's just like nonchalant talking about high level stuff that would like, you know, like put like people into a a freaking tailspin just by hearing the way that these guys talk about things on a normal basis. It's wild, man. It really is interesting stuff. I'm looking this up right now. Perspective really changes the dynamic of things you know like when oh there's there's a pool of available funds and things that could potentially be liquid and uh you know they have a controlling interest in it so they're able to slosh it one direction or another you know just just by putting it out there they will change everything 
Well, look what look what BlackRock and Vanguard and JP Morgan are doing, where not only are they funding the weapons that are destroying Ukraine, but they also signed the contract to rebuild Ukraine. Amazing okay. how that works. I, I just found this. Okay, so let's see it. Yeah, dude, that's a good show. It's a really funny show. It's up there with like Tim Dillon's uh, podcast and stuff. Um, these are like your mom jokes that they do. It's only a minute 30, but it's hilarious. Chantino versus Lee. Fight. What's that animal in Chicago? The, the, the grizzly animal. In Chicago? Yeah, your mom. <laughs> <laughs> funny that grizzly animal <laughs> don't don't talk about my mother I, well it's just a joke relax yeah my mother's very pretty she's a beautiful woman unlike your cross-eyed mother <laughs> don't you you don't have to fucking get i'm not bobby mother <laughs> I'm, I'm bobby mom <laughs> you're so fucking mean dude that's your skin color. Anyway, um... Your mom... You know what your mom looks like? What? Your mom looks like... You know when kids dress up as old people? Yeah. And they're wearing... That's what your mom looks like a kid <laughs> Yo, that's wow. wearing a mask. Wow. Three, two, one. Yeah, dude. It's pretty funny, man. Just Bobby... Apparently, she's cross-eyed. Dude. Pretty funny, man. What uh, What level of hell do I go to for laughing at that shit? None. Like, like four or five or... You know, none, not in my world. That, that's I mean, comedy. That's comedy. It's being able to laugh at yourself. When did we lose the ability to laugh at ourselves? Did those words hurt anyone? Bobby even mm -hmm. laughed. It was his mother he was talking about. He thought it was funny. Like, dude, that's funny shit. Like, that's and pretty good, dude. Like, look at some of the DMs that Matt and I send each other or oh Ghost and I send each other. People would literally lose respect for us. Yeah. But this is uh -oh. the thing. It, you know, you have to me. Make, you have, make me yeah. Internet stupid. I want to see the dumbest shit that people can come at me like dumb mustache, fucking McDonald's hairline, whatever, anything. Come at me. I need chuckles. The Internet will not disappoint you. That's for sure. Especially yeah. Instagram. Instagram is loaded with this content. Yes. Good stuff on there. Oh, it's chucks. amazing. Uh, I will show one ending. more video. I will show one more video. It's very short. It's on Instagram. It's a short one. I wanted to share this earlier. Hilarious. You, you would know short, wouldn't you, sir? I would know short. And this is what I would do if oh, I had Jesus. a kid there. There's Gorlock again. Oh, yeah. The, the Disney movie. No. The Disney movie of Gorlock. You no. guys need to watch it. Oh, I'm brand new again. This is great. This is how this is how I would be if I had a child, dude. Just smacking that out of there. <laughs> He just knocks the shit out of the ball and the kid's so pissed, dude. I think that that's hilarious, though. My dad used to do that to me, not knock me over, but just come in and stuff the ball. And then when I actually started being able to shoot on him, I thought it was good. It makes a difference. Bro, look. If you ever played the Lion King on Nintendo Entertainment System, that's what that shit was like. <laughs> like if you put it on hard and tried to play an NES game, 
fuck you. That's what you get. And my heart goes out of the kid, though, at the same time. Like, <laughs> he didn't know what he was sad. getting into. I totally he, he might actually the- try. He might actually yeah. try to be better. Yeah. <laughs> he might actually <laughs> succeed. Or he'll just quit. Well, I think he's more likely to try. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you quit, you don't have a cut out. Dad's talking shit. You know, it adds a little fun to it. I do that with my son. Like we have fun back and forth and I let him. I, hey, if he if he does something to me, like if we're playing wiffle ball outside and I'm striking him out and talking all sorts of shit and he hits a home run off me, he's free to talk shit for that. He earned it. I saw a thing where it was uh, it was a similar video. I think it was a white family, though, or Mexican family, maybe. But the, the dad was stuffing the shit out of this kid's ball, like every time he was trying to shoot. And then he had one of those things on his door, the basketball things on the door, hung a water balloon from the ceiling, put a thumbtack on a Nerf gun, called his dad into the room, shot the water balloon, waterfalls on the dad, and comes in, dunks on the dad, and pushes the dad <laughs> over. When he's like, you know, eight years old, it's like, dude, that's dope. Like, just learn how to, you know, bets better the big guy right there. I thought it was cool. That's so, good parenting. That. Yeah, man. That That is legit. good parenting right there. Because A, he's present, right? And that's what I tell people. The, the key to being a good parent is just being there half the time, right? It's just showing up. You show up. That counts for a lot in being a parent. Then on top of it, you're teaching your kid how to, you know, think outside the box, you know, survive people a little bit, get some payback in a non-malicious way. And then you got to you got to give the coup de gras. He's got to be able to top it off with some good shit talking. Yeah. Right. It, there's nothing worse than a bad shit talker either. Right. I agree, man. I agree. Well, gentlemen, this was fun. This was a, a very interesting episode. Let's go around the horn. We'll start with you, Scott. Where can people find you? Uh, Curiosus Animus, uh, Instagram, uh, Twitter. Uh, and that's about it. I think I've been uh, banned from everywhere else. So Sounds about right. Far for the course. Well, thank you, my friend. I appreciate it. It was nice meeting you. My pleasure, sir. And we I appreciate the dialogue back and forth on the back end. But oh, you know, I appreciate the DMs. I'm around. Man. I love I'm the around. videos. It's great. Mr. Alexander, what do you got going on? Oh, I got lots going on. We've been busy. I've been working on some books in the background. I don't know if I'm going to get finished a book this year. It's been a whole year already. It might be another year. I don't know. But I'm working on it. In the meantime, you can find everything from me on my website noticebooks.org notice is spelled not us that's not usbooks.org been having the podcast back up and running for a couple of months after getting taken down some pretty good episodes recently some really deep dive concentrated stuff on nutrition but i'm gonna go a little bit more controversial now i'm diving in we just recorded one on homosexuality and transgenderism i know that's a very controversial topic but we have a perspective on that from the health business and yeah, I'm going to dive into the other stuff that people want to hear. Uh, maybe I will get kicked off again. I don't know. But uh, talking about vaccines and stuff like that is a whole rabbit hole that I kind of avoid and just enjoying getting a little bit closer to it right now. I'm going to dive in soon. Yeah, it's amazing that they kick you off because, you know, it's not like you're trying to, where some of these people are out there, you know, just trying to provoke Google with bullshit data and things like that and it's comical because it 
it, it almost proves that you're on the right track, especially when it comes to health, right? When, when the health is where I feel like they really have ratcheted up the censorship more than any other area. Oh yeah. Big time. And not even on these controversial subjects. Like they don't want you talking about vitamins. <laughs> yeah. Very. I mean, think about the biggest controversy in the last three or four years was Ivermectin. Yeah. Right. And I mean, come on, this is just like, it's, it's such nonsense. Hey, I got some Ivermectin in my house right now. It's horse paste, apple flavored. Nice. So I can't wait till you grow a fucking tail, dude. I'll, I butt chug it whenever I'm sick. Dude. <laughs> shoot yes. it up the old keys. Oh, shoot it up the prison wallet. <laughs> That's the way to go. Yeah, sir. Sir, the term is boofing. It's not. And there you go. Boofing. boofing. <laughs> that is a like, term. That's like somebody, it, some girl wrote, uh, made a post. There's nothing that says I love you more than when someone kisses you when you're asleep. And then somebody goes, somebody commented, well, not if you live alone. And then some other guy goes, <laughs> or if you're in prison, <laughs> that's disgusting. Dude. And to your point too, Matt, I hate when people use the banning as a badge of honor, right? Oh, get the fuck out of here with that. It's so stupid when people try to get Fourth banned. the count. Uh, it's so stupid man yeah. so ryan yeah good on you dude for just trying to like you know put out content that that you're passionate about and it's clear that it's not a fake thing with you but to, to some people out there they're like yeah we're banned you know and it's like dude come on like the you funniest tried. thing too is like we're pretty family friendly i mean the company that i distribute for it's literally a family christian business you know i don't curse you guys never heard me curse nope. right? I, don't, I don't swear we're not like I try not to be controversial. It is. It's wild. It's a wild world. The Christian thing is controversial, unfortunately, though. Well, yeah. even I don't really talk like that, but I'm just saying like we're not. Uh, I don't know. We're not violent in any way or anything. I just right. I don't know what conspiracy content is supposed to sound like, but it's it's very mild. You know, I got a smile on most of the time. We're, we're I'm talking to like old ladies half the time. Like, I don't I don't know. It's just it's not a very. um dark thing that we do it's very bright in fact right bright yeah colors. you don't strike me as a threat to society no yeah, right. maybe i'm but crazy you are, you are a threat to their pocketbooks because if people sure. actually listen to this and 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 take your advice and get off the system and the dependence then you are a big threat and i think that's what they fear the most right is you is us affecting their pocketbooks in any way fair as someone that's been called a CIA operative, I don't think that you're a threat. So I love that go. Freemason Illuminati. Someone called me an agent op- once. Actually, uh, two fairly large conspiracy accounts. They said that I was an agent. They don't know me at all. It was because I, I, I had a haircut that looked like army haircut. I that was their, I, that was I, their I, evidence. A, a Mason. You have the wrong haircut. <laughs> I, hey, look, dude, like there. I don't know. Like some people say there's Masons and there's Masons. Uh, One could also say there's politicians and politicians. Well, politicians and there's deep state. Yeah. So like, you know, there's folks who are trying to do good. Uh, I joined because mostly of all the bullshit I saw. I was like, well, if everybody's saying this, let me get an inside gander. Hmm. That's what Small. our buddy our buddy Thomas did the same thing. He's like, oh, yeah. let me see what this is all about. Like, 
I want to see my experience has not been what the internet says. Yep. That's my experience. But You're I'm also not high level. Lodge, so like, it, yeah. right. But I'm also not fucking Hunter Biden. It's like it's like being your local mayor versus being president of the United States. Right. I mean, you're at a local lodge. You're not one of the big guns. You're not one of these high profile guys. So, you know, and we can't tell, you know, there's no way to tell if it's true or if it's just all innuendo and and story and gossip. Yeah. Yeah. But But like you said, I would say there's a lot of gossip. Yeah. Personally, like you said, I mean, everything that, that I've heard in interactions with masons is you know there's nothing to it that they see that they've seen with their own two eyes now they've heard a lot of the same stories we have but all they can come back with is i haven't seen it yet same thing with catholics though man we know that the catholic church is absolutely corrupt and there's a lot of good catholics out there so you know what i mean it's it yeah there's levels to it it's what it is uh and well and think it about the number on who you want to shake hands with. Like, yes, do you, do you want to smoke a little cannabis or do you want to have fun with, you know, junior over there? Like yep. I'm, I'm cannabis party. So, you know, there we go. Be what it is. Yeah. I mean, think about it. any group has its dark members, right. And, and there's, there's shady shit that goes on, especially when you have the number of people that these groups have. So yeah, I don't, I don't, doubt it any but at the same time i can't prove it so there's no easy answers anywhere folks so do what feels right with you like take a good look try not to be too predisposed to any particular dispensation but yeah. No, and that's that's a smart those are wise words right there because that's the problem people go in with these preconceptions and then when they meet somebody they're like, oh, well, that's not what I was expecting. It's like, well, yeah, that's because you built something up in your head off of whatever you're reading, whatever influences you take in. You have to use discernment. You have to be right. able to, to to question things. And then on the other side, question yourself. Right. Because yeah. that's what a lot of these people, they, they know. And those are the people I stay the fuck away from. Anybody that Dude, tells yeah. you I know. Nope. Sorry, I'm out. Yeah, man. Big turnoff for me. Big yeah. turnoff. So what do you got going uh, on in Dangerous World, Mr. Mr. Dean? Nothing, dude. Apparently, uh, Warren Buffett endorses the show back in 2003. That's pretty cool, right? If, they, if I'm not mistaken. But Dangerous other than World. that, man. Yeah, dude. I wish. I mean, I, I got to I gotta do try to you try gotta and find, find that montage. clip. I got to try and find a montage of all kinds of like really harmful people saying Dangerous World. That would just be great. <laughs> Um, I remember I sent you a clip a long time ago, Matt, of somebody saying the great deception. And it was like another big podcast. It was like a huge podcast where yeah. they were saying that's the great deception. It's in and my intro like, to my uh, is to it when I do my deep dives. Yeah. To all those shows. That's in my intro there. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, dude. That's awesome. So, um, yeah, as far as what I'm doing, man, like I said, I've been really kind of like lackluster with like what I want to do trying to find the the spark but i know it's coming here in this 2024 election cycle so you know to anyone that might be like concerned or or thinking that i might be quitting the show that's not the case just lost a little bit of passion for it and that happens you know what i mean i'm not gonna uh you know try to cut out any content or or give less stuff but you know it's hard when you do you know three four episodes a week for damn near three years it gets a little bit tough so you know i'm gonna gonna continue doing stuff and 
find that passion, um, you know, when it comes to conspiracy stuff. Well, Seems like we're ramping and, up. And what you do, too, is not something that's easy, right? There's only so much you can research on. I mean, you could go through every fucking secret society. And like you said in, in your TikTok episode, you're finding out more as you go along. Like the, the Humpty Dumpty one was a new one. I had never heard of that one either. Dude, yeah. But, I don't think anyone's heard of that shit. No, and that's what's cool about your show. Like you could you could go and do the same shit that everybody else is doing. But that's why people like Dangerous World. You bring original content. You know, not everybody's talking about what you're talking about. So people Thank just got to chill out too, you know, with this expecting stuff. It's like, hey, listen, this isn't a full-time gig. We'll get you quality material instead yeah. of quantity. And that's the way I look at it. I'd rather give you good shit than give you three or four episodes a week of just average crap. Right. And that's where I'm kind of at right now. Um, I tried to go full-time. I tried to do it for like hard for about six months you know the people that support with like the ten dollars those people mean the world to me like it's really really helpful and it, it it inspires me to continue doing it but i got a job of something that i'm equally interested in as conspiracies and the, the fighting industry you know it's bare knuckle fighting it's the fastest growing freaking combat sport in the world it's so fun to freaking work in that industry man so and guess um, what it's a break from this shit too yeah it's right? a distraction and a half dude Huge. So I love that stuff, man. But yeah, no, I'm not going anywhere. It's just uh, trying to find that passion back and we'll be back. And once I get back into it uh, fully, I'll I'll be hitting it really hard. So thanks to all the supporters. And, uh, you know, like I said, we're not going nowhere, but just uh, trying to trying to find a way to rebrand a little bit. But what about you, dude? What are you up to over there? I just started putting out episodes again. I I talked to my buddy, Matthew Smith, and we went through some old uh, Chicago World Fair construction photo bullshit. And that was a good episode. If anybody hasn't watched that, you can go over to Spotify and it's free on Patreon too. Um, but we, and we're going to do a second part because people have sent us a couple more pictures of like photoshops from like legit supposedly agencies, you know? And so we're just kind of pulling that. What he, what he equates it to just pulling a thread, right? We just keep pulling these threads and their blankets slowly falling apart. And uh, just showing that it's not what you were told. And then uh, I've been working for a couple of weeks now on a, I got something coming out on the human zoos, which is Ooh. some mind blowing shit that people, and we were going to connect it to today and how we are, where we are today with the racism and all this shit. And it all ties back into the late 1800s again. So Stay tuned. We're uh, yeah, I'm getting back into it a little bit. I got my son starting fall baseball in a couple weeks, so I won't have as much time to to do the deep dives, but I'm going to keep doing them. And then when winter comes, it's on. Oh, yeah. We're both in the same boat, you know, just yep. getting a little busy. But well, summertime still, too, still I don't want to sit in the house and fucking research. You know, I want to go out. I want to take my dog hiking. I want to go outside, play with my son. I want to do things outside because come winter up here. You don't want to do shit outside. I'm not a it's snowmobiler. Hilarious. I'm not a fucking skier. I I hate the snow. So it's opposite here in Tucson, Arizona. So you know we got it. We'll we'll be fine. Yeah. One time for the fans, I uh, I was about 12, 13 years old when I got run over by an overweight woman who couldn't control her skis on the bunny slopes. <laughs> No shit. She <laughs> French fried when she should have pizza. 
Right? <laughs> yeah, French fried when she showed a pizza. You're gonna have a bad time when you do All that. Day. Hey, at least you didn't Sonny Bono, you know. No, I did not. You know how they <laughs> found him? Sign side up. There you go. Ugh. <laughs> Dad joke to end it. All right, guys. This has been awesome. Thank you so much for joining. Everybody stay strong. Question everything. I've been selling my soul, working all day. Overtime hours for bullshit pay So I can sit out here and waste my life away Drag back home and drown my troubles away It's a damn shame what the world's gotten to For people like me, people like you Wish I could just wake up and it not be true But it is, oh it is, living in the new Just miners on an island somewhere Lord, we got folks in the street Ain't got nothing to eat And the whole beast milking welfare God, if you're five foot three And you're 300 pounds Taxes ought not to pay For your bags of fudge rounds Young men are putting themselves Six feet in the ground Cause all this damn country does Is keep on kicking them down Lord, it's a damn shame what the world's gotten to for people like me, people like you. Wish I could just wake up and it not be true, but it is. you know but i know that you do because your dollar ain't shit and it's taxed to no hen cause the rich men north the rich men Selling my soul, working all day, overtime hours for bullshit pay.